Mark 1:40. Marko esule soka orunyiriri lwa makumiana. And then came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Omugenge na jajari nga mwega ilira, nga mfuka amirira, nga mugamba anti, buo ya gara, oinzo kunongosa, na msasira, na gorolo mkono gwe, na mkuatako, na mugamba anti, njagara, longoka. And as soon as he had spoken immediately, the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. Amangwago, Amangago ebigenge ebigenge May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. I want to take a strange subject. I get it from a song. This song says I know a man who can. The song says, I can't take a heart that is broken, make it whole again. But I know a man who can. I can't take a soul and make it white whiter than snow but I know a man who can I can't walk upon the waters or calm a raging sea but I know a man who can and I can't cause blind eyes open. Make the lame to rise and walk again. But I know a man who can. If you feel no one can help you and your life is out of hand well I know a man who can how many have heard that song before yes you see our duty as believers is to take people to Christ not to solve their problems because we can't we have no ability. We have no power. But we know a man who can solve all problems. With him, all things are possible. He's never defeated. He has never been defeated. 
He is the, the undefeatable champion. He is a specialist in things that are thought impossible. He can get a dirty heart. Stinking with sin. And wash it wider than snow. He can heal any man of disease. He can create missing limbs. He can make the cripples to walk again. He can raise the he alone can take a man who has been dead for four days and eaten by maggots and raises him again just in a second just by a word of his mouth one word and he's up from the grave and he said lose him lose him and let him go free recently I had a testimony I read a testimony I think I posted it on the speckled forum it was by one of the evangelists of the time of brother Branham one of the outstanding famous evangelists by the name of Jack Cole. And Jack Cole said Jack Cole he was having meetings somewhere. And then he was told of William Branham's ministry. And he was in the city. And he was told this man can discern the thoughts of people's hearts. And he has such a powerful ministry. As an evangelist, he got an interest to go there and to witness a fellow evangelist. And he stood in the line. And either uh, remember he said he did not get a chance to be to reach him in the line. But I think as a minister he sat on the poop platform. And then after ministering, Brother Branham comes to where he was. Brother Branham he sits near him, he lays a hand on him, he says, you are not sick. But you are weighed down by fatigue. But you are not sick. But in that meeting, there is a man who came forward. And was spread for. He was blind. But his blindness was a strange blindness. He didn't have eyeballs. Eyeballs. He had only sockets. Would you pray for such a case? Because you would say. 
If he had eyes they were blind Maybe I would pray for the eyes to heal But the eyes are not there So what should I pray for? But this man of God believed All things are possible And his song was always Only believe Only believe All things are possible And all things means all things. And when they would sing that song, which he called the angel song, the angel of the Lord, the pillar of fire, that was the angel song. When they would sing that song, you would feel the angel moving close to him. That means that excites God. It excites the spirit of God when his children confess all things are possible. Our father is able. He has solution, he has answer for all cases. There is nothing that can fail him. And then Brother Bram prayed for the person with Brother, the, with the sockets. Brother Bram says, Gamba. He knew, either he knew or he followed this man where he lived. In uh, about three days, he said, First day, there was no, uh, the, the eye, the, there was still sockets. Second, the third day, the eyeballs formed. Brother Branham is not there. Brother Branham Tayario. But this one is watching what is happening to the prayer. And then the eyeballs, as they formed, first they did not see. I think the whole day, after forming, they could not see. Then at the following day, now they could see. From socket the formation of eyeballs and then the eyeballs could see. You see, when God spoke his word in the beginning and he said, let there be people may imagine that instantly it was formed. Let the be and it was formed. Let it be and it was formed. It took God 6,000 years to form this earth. Praise God. Because when he said, Let there be. To him it was done. But the word went to forming it. Forming it. 
until it manifested. Until it materialized. Brother, sister, it doesn't matter how long it takes. But when God said that we are the bride of Jesus Christ and we are going to be another original branch like the original book of Acts church we shall be a perfect church it will do the works of God it will look like the original church it will be a super church it doesn't matter how long it will take. It doesn't matter the, the opposition. It doesn't matter the storms. It doesn't matter the raging sea. There is a man who can calm the rains. And he will make us reach the other side. What God said about us will come to pass. Rather, as you sit there, there is a prophecy hanging on your head. There is a prophecy hanging on your head. And that prophecy says, You will be an adopted son of God. Full of authority and power. And as you speak the word, it will be as good as God speaks. You may not look like it now. But there is a man who can. He can come the raging sea. When he said, Let us go to the other side. That's what it means. It doesn't matter how much the sea will rage. It doesn't matter how much the demons of the sea will stir the sea and determine to swallow the boat. But when he said, We go across, it means we are going across. He will come the raging sea. Oh, and we will be there. It doesn't matter the obstacles. It doesn't matter the hindrances. It doesn't matter the opposition. It doesn't matter. But. His word has never failed. There is a prophecy hanging on my head. And Satan, you are a liar. You cannot stop it. You cannot stop that sentence. Oh, praise be the name of Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know a man. I know my Jesus can do all things. He can do all things. Yes. Recently, the thieves stole this gadget and they disappear with it in a big city like Kimbarara. And we prayed and he had a gadget in his back in my hand. My God can do it. Katonda wanga asobolo kola. He can do anything. Asobolo kola chindu chona. Any time. 
Anywhere. There are some men of you who have testimonies where we pray and God healed diseases. Cases that are very complicated. Our God can do it. He can do it again. There is a song that says, It is no secret what God can do. What is done for us, He will do for us. If we can get a murderer like Paul. Transform him and fill him with the Holy Ghost. How do you think you're too bad not to be filled with the Holy Ghost? What he did for others, he will do for you. If he took the Samaritan woman, transformed her and made her sin, he can transform you. If he took Lazarus, got him out of his grave, get you out of your grave. Whatever situation you're in, he can get you out. Make you a saint. Fill you with the Holy Ghost. Make a soul winner out a soul winner out of you. I cannot do it myself. But I can take you to the man who can. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I cannot open the blind eyes. But I know a man who can do it. I can take you to the man. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. I remember a little maid who was working in the Assyrian house. Assyrian general. Praise God. And the man was suffering from leprosy. And they knew there was no solution. Praise God. And the man told him. I know a man. I know a man. I cannot cleanse this leper. But in our place, there is a man. I know somebody who can cleanse the So we believers, we know where we can take people. Never fear any case. Never fear any case. We know where to go. We know whom to go to. And we know that man can. Jesus can. Jesus can. He can take an alcoholic. Alcoholic is Alcoholic. 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 An alcoholic is somebody who is sick, suffering from a sickness that comes out of drunkenness. And they're always shaking because of that disease. And they have no peace. And they can only get some peace only if he has taken some alcohol. 
alcoholic. That alcoholic is not a drunkard. Alcoholic is one who is not only addicted but the addiction has even caused a complication. Alcoholic siye mutamivu na iye muntu ya nyomwe ngene gumufukira no bulwadde. There was a girl called Rovella. Walwo mwala gobali baita Rovella. She became alcoholic. And the mother was so concerned. Mama we ne konyo. The girl was ruined. She would move in the night to look for Mwenge. She would go, she would go trembling. And as she's going, the mother would give her heavy jackets that when she falls on the road, let her not die of the cold. She tried to love the girl and to pity and to care for her. But she could not help him out of the condition. One time that girl came and Brother Branham prayed for her and, uh, and delivered her. Jesus delivered her through a prayer. And Rovella was free. And as she got free, they arranged the Lord's table. And there is wine in the Lord's table. And dog, Brother Bram told her, don't fear Rovera. Brother Bram, I'm going to hurt you. It's not going to hurt you. It's not going to, to, to cause you problems. She was also worried whether when she tests the liquor, the, 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 I mean the, the wine, whether it will not stimulate that old thing. Sister, But she came and took wine. And and that was all. She never got a, a thirst again for alcohol. After suffering many, 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 many years. After so many counselors. And so many things. But she could not overcome. But Brother Branham knew a man who can. Praise God. I remember a story of Greeks who came to the disciples of Jesus Christ. And they told, the, they told him, we would see Jesus. And they took them to Jesus. Praise God. We message people. It is a high time we learn to take cases with Jesus. It is high time for us to rise and preach the gospel until the world 
there is solution to their problems and that solution is in Jesus Christ. That's why we are here. We are not here to compromise with the world. We are not here to let down the bars and let the goats come in. But we are here to raise the banner to raise the standard and to show the world Pure Christianity is still there. Brother Brown said, light shines better in darkness. You get a torch during day. Flash it. You will not know the strength of that torch. But flash it at night. That's when you will see. The torch will not compromise with the darkness. It says, since it's dark, let me give out light mixed with darkness. Like Pentecostals are doing. You know, when it says the world, let us not, uh, you know, stand out so much. Let us do something that is similar to theirs. Lest they get scared of us. Let us mix in something of theirs. So that they can feel free to join us. No. We have something that they need. They may not know they need this. They may go craving after this cause and alcohol, spending night to night clubs. It's because they are fasting for God. But because they don't know Him, that is the way they think they can quench their thirst. But when we stand crystal clear. They will see what they need is what we have. That's how it would go. On Sunday, I'm preaching my first program again on Kabozi. Tomorrow, 6.30 to 7.00. We are going back on radio. radio. Praise God. This voice must not be quiet. When the world is shouting so many strange voices and there is no message voice not now. Not now when we have a chance. Not now when we can speak. Not now, brothers and sisters. Time will come when we cannot speak. But we must thank God for the atmosphere he has put in Uganda. Today, that we can speak. Uh, we had uh, confusion in the ministry with ministers. When Lokodo brought uh, his bill in the parliament, the Pentecostal did something very good. Those who did it, may the Lord bless them. They made meetings. 
Hizo meeting nazirimu. Nange mkama hapo mkisa kufanga na wega tako. I went in those meetings so God should bless me too. Nevaita, nevaita wa ministers ababu. They invited Ababa, some ministers. Ababu. They invited some ministers. And they told them what is going on. They said that there is a bill that is coming. It is so segregated. It has an evil intention. It is fighting God. It is anti-Christ. If it comes, stand for God and fight against it. And God will bless you. Me, I saw ministers fighting this. I, I didn't know that the MPs were fighting it. I didn't know that the, the pastors had gone to talk to them. So they fought against it. And that, that evil plan. And it's as if it was defeated. Then Lokodo hid his thing under the table. Now I hear. That the parliament has chased it out of it. For good. But it, 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 it is not dead. They will go back to the drawing board. But if that is going on. We invited our meetings for the past. And then we said why is it at Pentecost? Those are the ones who are fighting this. Even us we are many. Let us write. Our writing. And we send it. We can send it in the state house. Or we can send it in the parliament. It is the speaker of parliament. So that they know that there are people who are not uh, uh, accepting that bill. Because when they are making this bill, it goes through processes. And there are very many consultations to the stakeholders. And when the stakeholders consent, it means it is a fair law to, to govern everybody. But we were not consulted. And we are the stakeholders. Amen. So we had a right to make our complaint. And to tell them that law is not fair. It is discriminatory in nature. It is discriminating us. And it will, we shall not uh, uh, comply. We'd rather be imprisoned or killed. But we shall not accept those principles. So, before it turns into law, please know in the land there are people who are complaining already. And we sign all the ministers in the country. Do you know ministers of the message started dividing? No, 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 no. You can't fight prophecy. That is prophecy. That we shall be persecuted. And the persecution. We will break the third And the rapture will take place. So why can you, I told them. There is a prophecy on every head. And this prophecy says, you will die. 
But why is it that when you get sick, you go to the hospital? Why do you fight the prophets upon your life? Let me ask you, who, which one of you doesn't know that you will die one day? But when you get sick, why do you go to the hospital? Fighting the prophecy. So that you take long to grow your children, to do your work, that you die in the right time. Isn't it? We know we shall be persecuted. But we need to stay longer so that we preach longer so that there will be some sinners that will be converted into the kingdom. And I told them prophecy is not about Africa as a continent. It's not as a that prophecy also Brother Branham said that there will be stores of ammunitions that will be closed and in America to pray for a sick person without being licensed that is given by the world church orders you will be shot as a punishment for that. Meaning the world will have no more freedom of worship. And that is the whole world, even America. Now I told them, why? Why should we start suffering now? When other countries are still enjoying the freedom of worship. So why should we start now? Who bewitched you message believers? It's as if you think you don't have a mission on this earth. We are here on this earth to turn people to Christ. We are here on this earth to turn sinners to Christ. We are here on earth to prepare the bride of Jesus. We are here on earth to look for the elect of God that every name in the book to come that every moment we have it is an opportunity to us. Let us use it. Because it will not be like that forever. Praise the Lord Jesus. In the neighboring country, the president closed 7,000 churches. The message churches I know were 20. Were two. Two, were two. Others I don't know. After closing 7,000 churches, he went and uh, and he was like, said, I have closed 7,000 churches. Now, 7,000 churches in a country like this, are those boreholes? In other words, is in Naikonda. It is a Kulechomugasomugwanga Fazari Zimba Naikonda. He said, at least you rather construct a borehole than that is something very important. 
ne kanisa but for a church mugasuti kasavu gona makanza kasavu of course 7000 churches rather have 700 or 7000 boho at least to zimbe naikonto kasavu e kanisa church erino mugaso kusinga boho a church is more important than a boho hall If you will get leaders who think that boholes are more important than churches, you will understand it. In every nation they are trying to bring these laws. But as long as we still have the, the freedom here in Uganda to preach the gospel, and it is going, not going to last forever, let us use that freedom. Let us use that atmosphere to win another soul to Christ. When that time comes, things will change. Even the governments will change. Even stubborn leaders who don't respect God. And we shall be closed. And we cannot preach. And we cannot operate church. In Kenya, that law was brought. They brought it in the parliament. All religious leaders and the Anglican, all of them re rejected it. They said it is not fair. It's not fair. You can't put uh, you can't uh, put demarcations for God. That is not a freedom of worship to man. And then they withdrew it. If shouting if shouting of the citizens can cause something to be withdrawn why not we shout? as we preach to another soul. Praise God. I believe what the Pentecostals did was wonderful. Shame upon the message believers who cannot be united on any cause. Not only shouting but we should pray. And not only pray, but we must use this time to speak the truth loud and clear. I'm saying this voice of the message should not be silent in this hour. We must do all we can. For two years we have not been on radio because we are constructing. But God never sent us to construct although it is important to construct. He sent us to put the gospel. While we are constructing wood and stones and concrete souls are going to hell. Every day souls are sinking Therefore there is nothing that should ever take the place of preaching the gospel. Let us go out and tell the world even today evening we shall be some, some corner 
preaching the gospel. Every Saturday we preach the gospel. On Sunday morning, we shall be on Radio Kaboz from 6.30 up 7 a.m. There are other programs we want to start in Western Uganda. There's another radio in Ishaka where we want to preach. Put whatever you can that we may preach the gospel. How many are saying amen? How many are com committed? Determined. Do you think it will take long for such bills to be passed? Do you think when that bill will become a law, it will be easy anymore to preach the gospel? Freedom of, freedom of, freedom of worship in the constitution. Yeah, the same freedom of worship is in the constitution. constitution. The constitution was made by men and it can be amended by men. And the prophet says, it will be changed. They will put a law. Not only in one country, but the whole world. You are either part of the system, you are, you are either part of the system, or you are lost. And when the time comes, your brother, your sister, your father, your mother, your aunt, must not come to Christ. No chance. But while we can now, let us preach the gospel. Let us pray. Let us preach the gospel with power. Real gospel. Not words. The gospel didn't come in words. Only, but in power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. Let us take people to the man who can. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. That's right. I don't know whether you feel the same way I do. But me, I'm feeling determination as never before to stand in this moment to preach the gospel. Brother Branham says, ever since I've ever come to the Lord, I've only won one million souls to Christ. I feel ashamed. I feel I've been a reproach unto Christ to have only over won one million souls those that I've brought to Christ. I'm so far. I'm so behind. I would have counted five million souls and then he said what about you my brother seated there how many have you brought so far to the Lord ever since you came to the Lord shame on you Shame on you if you are not winning souls to Christ a man repented for only changing one million souls that those have so very few for you, how many have you brought so far to the Lord? How many souls have you won for Christ? Amen. And the message believers saying, the prophecy is coming to pass. Yes, yes, yes. yes. It is the time that they are going to close. 
They are rejoicing that they are going to close. Even when they came to capture to, 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 to arrest Jesus, he ran away. They could come the next time and he would run away. <laughs> and even the third time he said if it is possible let this car be taken away from me I look at a man who has even failed to overcome adultery yes let us be persecuted if the persecution of the flesh last has failed you to overcome how will you overcome the local persecution you need an extra anointing. The man who were abandoned stake while singing. They could release a lion to one. They It could eat every part of the body. And they would unlock other lions. And so now you are the next one. But you have one chance. When you reject Christ, you will be free. If you confess him again, you are going to be eaten like your brother there. And I will say, no, I won't reject Christ. Neither what, no what. They would be in anointing. If you are in such an anointing, you will overcome last. Fornication cannot stay. In such an anointing that you can give up yourself. You have failed to overcome adultery. And say, yes, sir. Let it come. We are ready. This nation. Many people even don't know that they are message believers in this nation. Many people don't even know that there is something called the message. You want the persecution that they close churches, that they close ministries. Why would Jesus escape? Yet he knew he had come to die. Time had not yet come. His time had not yet come. He was supposed to die at the appointed time. But if, as long as he had some other works to do, he has some other gospel to preach, he has some other teachings to teach, there are still some other souls to save, he wouldn't have given up himself to die. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Even us, we cannot love dying now. You don't even need to be closed now. We have to love to go and get harvest so that we have brought unto Christ to add on our crowns to supplement more stars. Every soul you bring to the Lord, you would have put another star in heaven. Brother Branham says that the, the star of that soul that you bring her to the Lord, every man has a star. 
Every chosen one has a star. That star, it will be shining the way you're seeing these lights. That is for, for Pastor Gideon. That is for, for Ranga. That one is for so and so. And they will be shining. Brother Branham, Brother Branham says that when those stars will be shining, your name will be attached to the star. You, the one who laid that person to the Lord. You who brought that person to the Lord. Your name will be attached to that star. When Brother Branham reached in heaven, they asked him, Here are your people. So here in heaven, I have my people. Yes. All these Branhams? Not your physical family. These are your converts to Christ. How many do you have? How many people do you have there? As your people. Praise God. How many have you brought to Christ? How many when they are testifying how they came to the message your name cannot miss? In heaven we shall give testimony again. You'll say, brethren, God bless. I lived in Rhodesian Edge. In a city called Kampala. I was a sinner. And I was lost in Babylon confusion. One morning. I tuned on the radio. And I was moving the selector. And I landed on a voice. And Brother Gideon was preaching. Here he is. I thank God for that. Gideon will be mentioned when you will be giving your testimony how you came to the Lord. But you can also be mentioned by what you will bring to the Lord. Yes! The soul you bring to the Lord, that testimony will have your name here and there. Praise the Lord Jesus. Just remind me of a little story. I might say this just before closing. Down in Carlsberg. New Mexico. New Mexico. Here there have been caverns. Caverns there. Now. And they got to go down about a mile. What are your caverns? What your caverns? Caverns zing and ozanga. Mpukwe yoba mikutunga. Yoba simamoba. Down in that, I never did uh, like that stuff. They are always like a, a mole in the ground. And it went down in there, and oh, it gets midnight dark down there. And there is a little, this little girl stand. And there is this little girl standing. 
Oh, probably like that little thing there. And her little brother was turning over here. To one side with a guide that was taking them down. So they were standing down in this dark place. And there was light then had all lights on. The guide slipped over to the light. And this little boy was walking along with him. Watching the guide. So the guide got over there. And took this switch and he just threw the switch off. Oh my. Banai. Talk about dark. A mile deep in the ground. You know, so dark you couldn't wave your hand. Couldn't see nothing. And that little girl was screaming for all that was in her. She was just jumping up and down and screaming, screaming as hard as. And out of all the scream, the little boy standing over one side, he said, Oh, little sister. Oh, little sister. She said, what do you want, little brother? She said, don't be scared. There is a man here that can turn on the light. There is a man here that can turn on the light. He, he is Jehovah Jireh. There is a man here that's among us tonight. The Holy Spirit he can turn on the light. He is the word the man here that can turn on the lights. I don't know how he will do it. It's not for me to know. But he knows how to turn on the, to turn the switch off. I know a man who can. I don't know how he would take away your problem. I don't know how he would take away your challenge. I don't know how he's going to solve your problem. I don't know how he's going to solve and to take away your sickness. But all I know, he can turn on the switch. I am going to pray for you. We are going to enter into prayer. But those people who want to be prayed, you have a particular need. You have a special condition. You want to be remembered in prayer. I am going to stay here. 
And I'm going to pray for you. I may not pray one word for myself tonight. But I want to pray with you. Because I know a man. Who can. He will do it. It's not for me to know. But he knows how to turn on the switch. He made the promise. He made up there when Abraham had his knife above his son's throat. He turned on the lie. Yeah. He can turn on the light again tonight. I know the man who can. Some call him Jesus, the Redeemer of all man. I call him Savior, for he is my dearest friend. I know the man who can praise God. Come on,